Anonymous Removalist Company. Uh, hey there, it's Nat here. I was wondering if you guys can help me out with a move. Of course, bro. But if I'm being honest, mm-hmm. we have the lowest reviews on Google Reviews. Yeah, yeah, look, I did I did notice that when I was looking for companies, but all of the other ones have been booked out. I have no other option. So can you help me out? What time? I was thinking eight. Yeah, I'll tell you eight. I'll tell you eight. But if I'm being honest with you, I'm going to say 11. Okay. Um, that's, uh, that's half the day. Uh, how quickly can you get it done? Very, very fast. But... Smoke break every hour on the hour and two hours for lunch. I'm being honest with you. Oh my goodness. All right, well, how do you do it so quickly? How do we do it so quick? It's because of our throw don't pass policy. Throw don't pass? Yep. Does that work? Of course it works, but it's very detrimental to our customers. You in? Um, yeah. We'll see you at 12. Yo, 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 welcome to Housewarming. We are back for season two, baby. We are. We made it. You thought we would never return, but like we promised, we have returned. Well, that's on you for fucking doubting us. This is a confessional podcast for renters. I'm Marty Smiley. I'm Nat Demina. And we started this podcast because we were kicked out of our first home that we're living in together. That's right. And it happened at the height of the pandemic. Yeah. And we found our new place. We wanted to throw a housewarming party. The little pandemic said, fuck no. So we thought, hey, why not have a housewarming one guest at a time? That's right. So since that time, we've had celebrities, comedians, influencers, all kinds of different people on this couch. I'd say in the region of G-list. Okay. That is not kind to some of our friends. (laughs) Mainly our mates have been on. (laughs) And thank you kindly to them all. If you want, go back and check out some of those episodes from season one. Absolutely. They are Um, rip-snorting funny. Plus, you'll get to hear where the journey began and how we made it through. But, nah, we are in a brand new home. That's right. We moved house. We had to move house. (laughs) We're in debt to our crooked landlord. Yes, yes. Uh, Did catch up on us. Uh, was it really the smartest idea to not fully pay our rent? We will never know. Well, we may actually find out at some stage during this season. We have to pay him back. Um, we have moved and what an ordeal it was. I never want to do it again. I never will do it again. If you've ever moved, you would understand how treacherous moving is. Mm. Unpacking, dealing with bond cleaners. Like, we've moved a few times, three times. Yes. But we've never moved an entire house. That's right. Also of note, we have, over time, acquired items from three different houses. Yeah. Because people have just freaking left them to us. That's right. Our net worth is a stained couch and a broken (laughs) dinner table. (laughs) And I still feel proud of the things we've acquired. We'll never afford a house, but we have afforded... To have everyone else's items given to us when they've gotten the hell out of this game. Yeah, I'd rather have like secondhand items than (laughs) suffer through a trip to Ikea. (laughs) (laughs) But But we moved all our stuff over. We moved all our stuff over. Yeah, we we figured out a system as the most efficient way to move. Mm -hmm. So we thought, well, it doesn't make sense for everybody to be loading up trucks coming here. Mm -hmm. So we thought two people load up the trucks and I would stay in the new house, unpacking the boxes as they arrived. Pretty yeah. solid system. An organizer. That's right. And I was the hauler, which means I was doing the manual labor. I didn't realize later how I'd really gotten the raw end of that deal. And it also meant that I got to organize the house exactly how I wanted it. <laughs> 
The removalist company we got were called the Honest Removalist Brothers. And let me tell you, they lied on three fronts. (laughs) (laughs) They were not honest. (laughs) They barely did removals. And they were brothers. There was no way they were brothers. This is how I knew it was going to be a disaster. The first call that you got from me while you were in the new house Uh was not, it's 9.30, it's only been half an hour. I said... Look, we've hit a bit of a speed bump. That speed bump is the removalists have already dropped the car key <laughs> into a storm drain. This is the key for the truck that they're using to move our stuff. All of our stuff. I just get a call from Marty. He's saying that the head removalist, <laughs> which is an oxymoron, <laughs> has said, hey, mate, I've actually shut off the meter. Yeah. We're off the clock. You're off the clock. I was like, go back on the <laughs> clock. Yeah, what are you talking about? You've only been here half an hour. Half an hour in. Anyway, I'm like, all right, well, how are we going to get this thing is I, I go inside, I come back out. They've already taken the storm drain off. He's inside. <laughs> his mate is holding him by his legs and dropping him in. Can't yep. get it. I'm so glad you also took a video of this because on the video, they also had a rope tied around his waist just in case yeah. he fell in. <laughs> yeah. Then couldn't get it that way. So then he took his shoes off and climbed into the drain mm-hmm. and fished it out with his toes. So, hey, if you're into feet. (laughs) (laughs) In hindsight, should have ordered the efficient removalist brothers because honesty did nothing for me. (laughs) Was there? (laughs) It's like being honest with you, mate, I've dropped it in the storm drain. I was like, a little less honesty would have actually gone a long way. What would have been great is if we were in this car on the way to see that. I'd parlay the honesty for a bit of fucking professionalism. (laughs) I got back at one stage and I'm sweating my ass off and I walked in the door and Nat was halfway through a Domino's pizza. I was it, hungry. It killed me. Yeah, I am not allowed All the drawers, eat. yeah, right, they looked really organized, but he was eating and I was sweating. Were the boxes not empty? Did I really not have anything to do? <laughs> hey, do you think I was just sitting back for the, for the sake of it? <laughs> All right, I did my job. But no, we had three loads in the big truck, but we also hired a secondary van. I know. We really had all bases covered, except the second time I had to call you was for speed bump number two, which is that the van we hired (laughs) broke down. That's right. It didn't make it the first trip. So I had to use the removalist brothers to remove the things out (laughs) of the van (laughs) into the truck. Keep in mind, our... Third housemate was driving this van, yeah. and we'd also roped in our neighbor to help us. So he was with our housemate, and so they were just stuck out in the sun. Yeah, and we, for some reason, they happened to have all of the food. <laughs> <laughs> just running, <laughs> just going off in the van. They were going to take it to the mechanic. I was like, now you're just fixing someone else's problem. We have our own problems. <laughs> but we're here now. We've made it. Yes. We've unpacked. Yes. We've settled in, I would say. A little, yeah. There's a, still a bit of work to, to yep. be done. A couple of boxes. A couple yeah. of boxes. To, um, we still have box. the couch that we've tried to get rid of in season one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> still has a stain on it. <laughs> I was a big fan of just leaving it in the house. <laughs> We're at a really nice place, I think. Like, it's got its own quirks to it. Yeah. Our landlord's quite sweet. Our landlord's sweet. It's, you know, we were filming when we arrived and, um, I got a funny call from the landlord that week. Mm. He was like, oh man, I saw you, I saw you filming. 
And I was like, yeah, yeah. He goes, oh, I'm actually even asked to do a bit of public speaking in my job. And I was like, okay. Yeah, all right. And he's like, you got any pointers for me? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait till you hear our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we have had this break between seasons because, I mean, there was nowhere to record. Mm. But we are back in my bedroom and That's it's right. kind of bigger than the other one. I think it's, things are really starting to turn around for us. It's a real it's yeah. a real positive vibe in this house. So that can only go one way from me. That's right. <laughs> Further up, baby. I was thinking. No limits. Up, but okay. <laughs> well, we should probably get to our guest. Our guest today is Abby Chatfield. Woo! First cab off the rank. What a big one. Yeah. Abby grew up in Brizzy. And she came to the nation's attention when she came second in The Bachelor. She didn't get chosen yep. by, you know, the love interest. Yeah, I mean, I'm very Tragically. familiar with the concept of coming second. Okay. <laughs> As you now know, because I made Nat do research for this <laughs> podcast, she's been on a string of reality TV shows since, Bachelor in Paradise, and recently, Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Which she won. You're, you did do your I research. I did do my research. And look, I will say, since that Bachelor season, she's been winning the hearts of the country. You know what? I can't agree with you more. An icon. An icon mm-hmm. for social justice. Yep. A voice for women everywhere. Yep. She speaks her mind. Yep. She's released her own range of vibrators. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's really doing it all. But I want to find out from her this episode, you know, she's had a public dating life. Mm. So where does she stand on dating in share houses? Mm-hmm. But also what I really want to find out is what it's like to live with reality TV contestants. That's right. I can't wait. Oh, that's her. Abby Chatfield. Hello. How are you doing? Hello, good. How are you? Do we kiss or is Welcome. it COVID, COVID sure, safe? Sure. You are our first guest in our new house. Oh my God. Well, I have a housewoman gift for you guys. What? Do you? Yes. What have you got for us? Okay. She shouldn't have. One sec. Let me just look through my things. You look so, so good for a rainy day, by the way. Thank you so much. I got a new umbrella recently. Okay. So I got <laughs> you guys a giant tub of hummus. Oh. How did she know? Because I feel like, I feel like every like share house needs a good tub of hummus. Doesn't go off. Yep. I don't think. Nope. No. About <laughs> two weeks. I'd say. You really nailed this. Well, I feel like in every every house of the dinner, there's always a tub of hummus in the bottom yes. of the fridge. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. No this worries. is a real lifesaver. Thank you so much. I went much. to Willie this morning to get it just for you. Should guys. we give you a little tour of yes. our new place? Yes. Yeah. Come in. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Mind the moving boxes, oh etc. I just moved as well. This is, is my art wall. I like this dangling art piece. Thank you. I think she's pointed, she's pointed that out, but I think what she's saying is she doesn't like this art piece, no, which I is Nat's art piece. This agenda. I let, do let her like, speak for herself. So I don't know if you've into a fight. Mm. I think <laughs> I like utilizing a hook, though. I do think you could do a hanging plant instead of a random piece of art. I agree. Me just criticizing. Yeah, no. <laughs> please. Uh, no one asked. Um, like, <laughs> let's show you the garden. It's nice to oh see. Oh my that. gosh. Yeah. Is this like. Communal garden or is this your garden? It is actually a community garden. There's someone who lives underneath us. There's just one person. Um, She's what do you think? Intimidate them. Just always yeah. be down there with all your friends being really loud and acting really cool. So they're too nervous. They're too nervous. Well, should we start the podcast? Thanks so much for coming over. Um, welcome. Me. Thank you. We have just moved in here. We've, we've given you a bit of a tour. Mm-hmm. 
sorry about the moving boxes and things are a bit all over the place, but what do you think? It's beautiful. I love it. I love this bedroom. Thanks. It makes me happy. Marty's bedroom is yeah. the biggest one in the house. Yeah. Oh, how much more do you pay? Like 20 or 30 extra dollars. <gasps> yeah. yeah. That's, uh, I don't think that's enough. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we worked it out that I would go on the extremity, so I would be the top price, right, biggest right, room. Right, right. Nat has the cheapest price. Right. And how, wait, is there only two rooms in here? No, no, there's there's four. four and there's then the other ones are in between. Here. Yeah. Oh, that stresses me out. Oh Big my share God. house. Ah! Four people. Why does yep. that stress you out? Oh, I'm so bad at living with people. Can't live with people. I can't anymore. Look at your face. <laughs> you fucking slimy bitch. I'm just the worst housemate. Yeah, are you the problem or do you hate other people? I'm the problem. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. I'm the problem. When I was on the phone to you the other day. I was cleaning up dishes that were five days old. Like I'm like not. You wow. let the dishes stack. Do you eat in your yeah. room? No, I'm not a sicko. Oh, you draw oh. the line at eating in bed. Yeah. Well, I have two bedrooms and a living room. <laughs> oh so if God. I was going to fucking eat in bed. You'd eat in the guest bedroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the office. In the office. You've had bad housemates. So oh, you've had bad. bad experiences. You have been in share houses, but oh, you've yes. just chosen – from this day forward, it will just be me. Yes, just be me. Like I honestly would rather live with mum than live with housemates. <laughs> like I like I can't trust anyone. Even like a boyfriend, I'm not sure I've got to live with one. Well, how long would mm. to a relationship between before you decide to No, like I'm saying I might have kids with them and be like, <laughs> I have a studio apartment that's separate. <laughs> you just skip to the bit where your parents are over fifty and they sleep in separate rooms. <laughs> like that's how we start. Like I want to have an inner city studio apartment so I can get the fuck away from you. Like I can't. When but... she's old and has to go into a retirement village, she just has her own <laughs> private <laughs> enclosed. My own trailer. No old people allowed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um well yeah, what why are you so hard to live with? <laughs> Babe, I don't know. I think because I don't know. I mean, I haven't lived with anyone for since before The Bachelor. Okay. I lived in this house, this beautiful house in Auckland Flower, and it was with my really good friend from high school, been friends with her since I was grade eight, um, her older sister who is fucked. <laughs> Shall I tell you the stories? <laughs> I actually have, I had videos I was going to show you guys, okay, but I couldn't find them. We'll put them on our Instagram later at oh Housewarming Podcast of me in bed hearing the sisters scream at each other, like screaming. Wow. And oh, fights! Like no, like fights, as in like you fucking slut, you fucking hope you fucking, and I'd be like, wow, you're getting caught in bedroom. sibling domestics. Yes, exactly. But yeah, that 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 um that housemate literally has given me. Uh, Endless stories, endless mm. stories. Another time that she, um, God, I love and my gripes <laughs> about her. She is. No, let it out. And I love her sister still. I love, like, I still okay. talk to her sister. So I love her little sister, but God. So I was living there for a couple of months and she brought over this guy who I ended up dating until fucking this time last year. Yeah. So this is like four years we were together on and off. He was awful. Different story. Whole episode <laughs> on my podcast about that guy. But <laughs> met. He, he came over, we met. She had like a crush on him from like childhood. They were like childhood friends. I didn't realise. Oh. We ended up sleeping together that weekend. Iconic from us. He ended up like just dating me. She would tell everyone her work. My housemate's dating my ex-boyfriend. They never dated, but she had like a big chip on her shoulder about it. She didn't let you know. That there she had feelings well, she, for this man. Well, I knew she had a crush on him when they were like 17. Yeah. But they were 25. Got it. 
you know, childhood yeah. or like teenage romance. Does it equate to mid twenties? Yeah, it wasn't that ever. Yeah. Like it's like <laughs> he can make his you, own choices. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like it, he made the choice for a bit too long for my liking, but it's okay. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so she would always have a really big issue whenever we'd have sex, mm. and like I, we, like I guess we were loud. <laughs> <laughs> the audacity of them to have a go at you for having loud sex and they're having full-on domestics. No, I know. And also, okay, so one time there was like Sunday lunchtime right. and we were joking around and I know this isn't funny, but at mm. the time, you know, like you just like hung over and you've been in bed all day with like your boyfriend or girlfriend and you're just like a bit Oblivious fucked. to other people in the house. Yeah, okay. and you're like eating KFC in bed and you're yes. like just fucking KFC, fucking KFC and there's okay, like vibrators yep. everywhere. Yep. No? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we're, we're here, we're with you. <laughs> <laughs> Fast food. And sex in back to back. That's our hangover routine too. Yeah, I have this photo of him. I have this photo of him rolling a cigarette, and he's there's like um, there's like four KFC boxes around him, two vibrators in the floor, and a butt plug on the bed. And it is the it is like just encapsulates a Sunday. So we were like That's fucking chaotic a- neutral. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really getting a picture right now. It's a live photo and he just looks distraught. Like he's he's just being milked to no end. When we were having sex, we were joking around, like making dumb sounds and I was like slapping him and saying like, Daddy, do you want to feel what I feel? Like joking. <laughs> oh, she's got gay. <laughs> <laughs> joking, right? And then this and then my housemate walks, she comes home obviously from like the Sunday markets. Mm. And she's like, she comes and she knocks on. She's like, it's like living in a fucking brothel. A barnyard. But on a like, Sunday? On a Sunday. On Lord's Day? In between the fucking and the KFC. Isn't that what all of us do on the Lord's Day, you know? So <laughs> she had a major issue with that. So that's one of the reasons why I'm a really bad housemate. But she also, I think it was just a jealousy thing as well. Mm. I mean, yeah. It's, it's, um, she's probably trying to watch some television or read a book. Daddy wants to feel. <laughs> <laughs> She's got an assignment for you. <laughs> she should just hear. She this. was like the the housemate to Endel Housewives. It's she funny because also- we've had people on the podcast who've complained about others <laughs> having sex in other rooms that they can hear. We've never had someone on the podcast who's just openly admitted they're the person. Oh, of course I'm the person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because why why are you trying to stunt my pleasure? You know what I mean? <laughs> There's something going on then. So she obviously had the issue with this guy that I was dating and he was mm. over, like, not very often because he was neglectful. But you know what I mean? That's a different issue. Mm. Um, and he would smoke cigarettes and all my friends would smoke cigarettes. But no one in the house smoked. Mm. Got it. And none of the housemates. Yeah. But different like, standards for, you know, your housemates versus your guests. Yeah, but it's like we we had four big balconies. Like it's like a Queenslander. So we had my bedroom had a balcony. Like in Queensland, things are so cheap and things are so big and open and airy. Mm. So like smoking on the balcony isn't a big deal. No. Like who cares? And our place was like where our friends came because it was two of our friends in our friendship group. Mm. Lived there. Of course. Yeah. Come over, girls. Yeah. You know what I mean? And also mysterious boyfriend. He would come over and she was like, get a fucking ashtray. Like when we're all like hanging out, she comes out and she's get a fucking ashtray. We're like, okay. So I bought an ashtray. Calm down. She then like a couple (sighs) weeks later, I had my birthday. I had my birthday there. And, like, I had to go have breakfast with my family at, like, 9 a.m. the next day. And, like, he came with me. And and she was really pissed about having people over the night before. There were, like, 10 people over. There were, like, 
a few cups and stuff. You know, like just like nothing crazy. Just nothing crazy. Would take an hour to clean up by yourself. Got it. To get to, and yeah. I texted the group chat and I said, hey, guys, I'll be home by 11.30. Like, oh, nice. Okay. I'll okay. do it. I'm so All sorry, right. but I was yeah. vomiting this morning and I don't think I went to bed until 7.30. So yeah, let's let just, me have some brunch. Yeah. You know, like when your mum cleans for you while yelling at you about not cleaning? 100%. <laughs> yes, we have ethnic parents. Yes. It's a very yeah, yeah. <laughs> intrinsic yeah, yeah. to our DNA. <laughs> right. Okay. So it's like a... And you're like, I, I, you can't get mad at me for not cleaning something that you've cleaned. Like, give me a chance. I told you I was going to clean it. Got home, she cleaned everything, was like angrily running around, and she'd like pinned a packet of cigarettes to the wall and had written on the <laughs> on the whiteboard, stop fucking smoking in the house, get a fucking ashtray. Wow. And she's the type of person that would be like, hi. Wow. And you're like, You've essentially written in blood on the wall. That's <laughs> psycho. Is it passive aggressive to stick a cigarette box to, on wall. A, to a uh, wall? No, just aggressive. That's just know? aggressive. <laughs> so weird. We solved that problem by having ashtray, four ashtrays outside. In every single corner of. It's like every chair and couch has a bedside ashtray. Yeah, and that's yeah. great. Like, <laughs> yeah. We used to have housemates in our last house that. They would have their partner over and they never cooked, never cooked. Never. Usually never oh. cooked, but then they'd have their partner over and they'd do these massive cook-ups. Oh, cook <laughs> And then just not clean anything afterwards. And you're just like, you how couldn't, long is, can we put up with this? And then we would, you would bring it up and like, oh, my partner is just, she's very messy. Oh. And you're like, what? Well, <laughs> Yeah, you can't offload your responsibilities onto your partner. It's like having a pet. It's like, oh, the dog was really messy. It's like, yeah, but that's your responsibility. Yeah, it's yeah, your thing. Exactly. It's coming over. Speaking of pets, actually, maybe I am the really bad housemate. Because that's what I was about to have another complaining story. But it's actually, okay, tell me, would you find this annoying? Mm. Okay, go. I regularly find dogs. <laughs> Where? Like I would say once every couple months, I'll find a dog. Where? I just say they, they my aura just is safety. Say I'm like I, I'm like you a safety house for dogs. Yeah. She's yeah. avoided your question three times. I don't think she wants to answer. <laughs> <laughs> She's stealing these dogs. Okay, get read between <laughs> the lines, Marty. Marty. I'm like no, honestly, freaking where? Are you getting it from the pound? Because this is. Do I have to call I'll the RSPCA? I'll, I'll be on a walk and I'll see a dog and I'll go darling and they'll have no collar, so I have to save them. So I'll like, oh, so I, I, I patiently take the collar off and I pick it up and I take it home. I take the lead away from the, I hold a gun to the owner and I say, I found this dog and that's it. So you're a human refuge I for dogs. I am a human refuge. And to the point where like our place in, in like Auckland Flower, which is like a suburban area, in prison, during yeah. the floods, like three dogs just came into our house because it was like the whole bottom of the street was flooding and I was yeah. like, I felt like Noah. I was like, come to me, children. I don't I think that's how Noah's Ark worked. Did you build the house? Did, yeah. <laughs> she built Two of house. every breed. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have pure breeds in the future. One male, one female. Come on, single file. She's standing on top of her chair. Come to me, thy animals of the world. It's yeah, just like, dogs. Please close the doors. And I'm like, dogs. <laughs> so I would find a dog, I'm telling you, at least once every couple, once a quarter. Okay. okay. Once, and you bring dog. them to the house. Did you bring it up with the housemates? No, because they're living beings. What am I meant to do with them? Leave, leave them there. <laughs> <laughs> do you agree? 
And then, and then do you I'm feed the, and then see, then you feed Stop. them and take care of these. Okay, so what the routine? Okay, there was a particular incident where there were two dogs that I found, and at they the were same on, time. Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah, right. Destiny. Right. So there, there was there was a five ways near my house, and I was going. I was walking home from work in my from the bus stop in my heels and a court like in and a little dress. Yeah. Mm. Like the effort that I put into these dogs, and so they were really. in the middle of the five ways, and no one was stopping. So I ran into the five ways. <laughs> You're at the intersection. You're in the middle of an intersection. Because I know her, so I was like, "These are these are good for the collection." I've got a golden retriever and a Shih Tzu. I have the two men. I need the women. Okay, so I I get the dogs. I have no collars. So uh-huh. I carry them up the hill. Yeah. One's a literally golden fucking retriever. And I'm like, come on, possum. And then I take it up to this random person's house because I, I thought they came from up the hill. A random person gives me dog food and collars. Oh. A random person. Okay. Okay? People like, do want to help when they see lost dogs, I suppose. They want to help yeah. your cause, especially if you're the Noah figure in this story. I know, story. In, particularly in the suburb. I, was like, I must have been known. I don't know. But <laughs> they must have been like, let's go to Abby. So I obviously take them home. Is that not normal? I mean, no. No, but that's, that's not normal. Like, that, no, that's not normal. But that is like the kind of energy you're putting out into the world, and I love that for you. But you, so you wouldn't if you found two dogs mm. who were obsessed with you and in love with you, mm. you would go. I would keep walking. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah, you'd give them a pet and keep I walking. Would, Are I, you fucking? I so think I would probably think. This doesn't allow us to have pets, Abby. Yeah. <laughs> Neither did ours. <laughs> Yeah, well, we've got, we fact, don't play it fast and play it loose like you do, all right? And, no, and, just... and the, our tenants that used to be in this house, they left because they wanted to get a pet. Yes, but okay, but it's not, it's not like it's you keep it forever. It's you, you house it for the night. And then what do you do with it? You t- and then you call the vets and you say, has anyone in the local area? You call all the vets and you say, I have these two dogs. And then they say, okay, bring them in. And I say, no, because I know they'll go to the pound if they're microchipped, so I don't trust this. So mm. I kept them, I housed them, and I thought, I'm going to find your owners. It's my destiny. I Did w- you put up signs? No, no, no. I called all the vets. I waited till the next morning, oh, okay. and I said to my housemates, let's leave them in the backyard. I w- do not take them to the fucking vet because they will go to the pound. Got it. And I would sooner move out of this house then and see buy that a home and take care of these dogs than see that happen. I went to work. And they fucking took them to the fucking bed. They took them to the <gasps> bed. Oh, wow. I cried at work. Brutal. I was like, my children. I could have taken them to mum's house. Mum lived like half an hour away. Mum had two dogs already. She could have made it four. It's brutal. Um, but Best then I called Pete. all the vets and then they, they found the owner that day. But, oh, but, oh, okay, great. So okay. That's yeah. a happy ending to that yeah. story. I was going to say rest in peace to those dogs. <laughs> but I still... <laughs> But I still feel that was not the right thing to do. If I asked you not to do something, we had a huge backyard. They were in the backyard running around. Right. I think Abby's just upset she didn't get to say final goodbye. Yes. But do you think I'm the bad person here? No, I think you tried to do a nice thing. The dogs were lost. You brought them in and then they, without your permission, they took the dogs away to someplace you didn't want. It could have been the pound. It could have been the pound. It could have been the pound. Okay. uh, My feeling is, is this. You have a... Um, good spirit mm. to help others that may come at the cost of your other people yes. sharing your the house with you. What but I'm how here- is having two beautiful living beings in the house? It's issue? like Nat brings art to the house that he thinks is art, and just What's by adding book? something he thinks is good for the house doesn't mean everyone else is going to like it. <laughs> but why would you not like two dogs? Like, doesn't my brain is like, like I don't quite understand. I mean, pets are hard. You got to deal with them for a night. It's like if you saw a missing child, 
Yes, you'd take it. You'd, you'd probably find the, the okay. You'd find the owner. All right, I got, you've, you've got me on that the one. The owner, the owner. <laughs> you can't do that anymore, Marty. But so you're saying if you guys see a random dog on the street, you don't pick it up and go. I need to find your home. Never. No, I'm not a big dog person. This explains it. <laughs> I hope one day we live together and I, and I continue to just bring back my journey. Canines. <laughs> As Noah's Ark, my aura, honestly. Your housemates come back to your house and they've got a new partner or they've got a one-night stand that's come over. Mm. There's different energy in the house Mm. when you've got your other housemates bringing people back. Mm. Where do you stand? My rule is if it's, especially if it's a one-night stand, always go to their place. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Just because I feel like, one, you learn a lot more about someone. It's not a bad method. Like, you would learn a lot more about someone by seeing their bedroom. Yeah, Yeah, the joys of being a man, though, (laughs) because... Wouldn't go to a man's house, potential murder. That's also a thing. Yeah, I. you know, that's a place where women feel more comfortable in their own house. Have you also seen some men's bedrooms that are... A single pillow. Yes. Oh, single pillow, no. Like lint, like you know, it's like roly poly. You know what I mean? <laughs> the sheet, the lint roller. Uh, you know, you it know, needs you know, a lint yeah, roller. Yeah, yeah. It's the little, fluff, right? The fluff and it's like it. obviously, like their mum got them for them for their seventeenth birthday or something when they got their first queen bed. Marty hasn't changed no, his changed. in ten years. You've changed. <laughs> I've changed. I just got a new doona, literally like today. Today. Okay, and when but it's was been two decades from- since I. <laughs> yeah, what's the worst thing you've seen in like a, a dude's bedroom? I think the bedrooms are just assumed to be shit. I once up with a guy who was sleeping on milk crates that were filled with records and he lived in an attic. That was not Oh, uh, that's a vibe, isn't it? No, but see, I feel like you I've, would do that for yeah, some reason. Yeah, well, look, Marty. the old me may have. I've never had a milk crate I bed. I just love music. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, I fucking just, I live for music, I, babe. I just want to talk about like, have you heard of fucking Led Zeppelin? I love music so much I actually sleep on music music. (laughs) So it like absorbs into my mind While I rest Not many people probably have this experience But you've also been in a share house That was filmed And then sent out to the lounge rooms Of Australia Mm. You were on The Bachelor I was on The Bachelor What is share house living like On The Bachelor Or on reality TV um, uh, In one word fucked Because you still got to deal with like the pet peeves you would have. Well, yeah, but a lot of things get done for us. Yes. Like yes. we have okay. cleaners before we film. Okay. And there's then, still like weird quirks or gross stuff they do. I mean, yeah, the thing is obviously so we live in like bunk beds. So oh. it's like 10 to a room. 10 to a room. Wow, really? Mm, on so like you camp can be, bunk beds. You can be like you could have like a fight with someone in the show or something and then you're in the same room sleeping in. Yeah, that regularly happened. Wow. Where like you were sleeping next or above the person. Um <gasps> I would sleepwalk. People get mad at me for sleepwalking. And I'm like, guys, I, fu- I can't help it. You're stressing me out. When I'm in high levels of anxiety, I sleepwalk. No really like house many things because we got we got things cleaned for us. We got our groceries gotten for us. That's nice. I mean, they were all bullying me and being really mean to me. But like, that wasn't my fault. <laughs> it was, there was actually one big fight that I wasn't involved in regarding gluten-free food. <laughs> <laughs> Huge. Okay. Huge exclusive. This was behind the scenes of the Bachelor <laughs> VTF. <laughs> the gluten so, wall. So we had a gluten free cupboard. So like everything gluten free would go in that separate cupboard. Got it. Like the gluten free cornflakes, whatever. Nice. Yeah. Suddenly, the gluten free girls start stealing food that just happens to be gluten free, like apples. Got it. Okay. And avocados and bananas. Right. Okay. And it's like, 
yeah, that's gluten-free. Yeah. But it's not a gluten-free item. Mm. War. War breaks out. Constant passive aggressiveness. Hey, where's some avocados in the gluten-free cupboard, stealing things, slamming gluten-free cupboard doors. Aggression. (sighs) Then all the gluten-free girls kicked off early. I'm not sure if Matt had an issue with gluten-free people. I don't know. But they were gone. Matt was the one man in this situation. He was the bachelor. He Did was he live in the house? Was he around? Or is he in a separate house? In a separate. He was in a different house by himself. Okay. But one thing I don't get is like if you're going to, you're in this contest to win this man's affection, you can't really understand whether you're that interested in someone else until you see their bedroom, like we were saying before, until yeah. you get How they their live. habits. That's why I think he should be living with you guys. That's true. You should true. be able to see how he lives. He like should. do you think you could have made a proper choice? Like. Well, one, one of my dates was actually moving in together. One of my dates was oh, moving house together. Right. Yeah. Everyone else got like jet planes and like yachts and they were like, Abby, you're going to be moving, carry these boxes. And I was like, the fuck? Has I he got mean, like a Marilyn Manson like, you know, poster on the wall and you're like, is that what you're – I mean, he's a scientist. He's, he likes oh, – right. He's like, NASA oh, shit. mid-century modern. Oh, <laughs> groundbreaking. You know what I mean? If I was in that episode, I would be like, would you prefer this – Linen that was handed down to me by my mum and dad my in my teenage years. Uh-huh. Uh, the Bachelor isn't the only place that you've had to share a living space with other people in a reality TV setting. Oh no, Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor and in Paradise. Also celeb. celeb. Celebrity, get me out of here. And the last one, you're living in the jungle. Yeah, I, like, I, I'll admit, I haven't watched a lot of reality TV. I don't I think he's watched try. any ever. I haven't watched any. Um, <laughs> but I did do a little. I tried to do a little bit of research before we recorded this. Podcast. So That's I did so search cute. you up. I search you up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And um, the first thing that came up, I do want to ask is, uh, can you tell us a little bit about Pete the body pillow? Oh, my God. Pete the pillow. Love you, babe. So you got to collect an item from home that you get in the jungle while you've been away there for a while. And that's what you chose. So obviously on the show, you get a luxury item. Okay. Right. So you're allowed yeah. to bring in something from the outside. You get nice. it like at the end of week one. Yeah. And I chose this boyfriend pillow. A, funny, whatever. Yeah. And B, because I, I cut him open and I shoved in, I brought in the following via Pete. Coconut oil, a jar of Vegemite, oh peppermint my God. tea, four cans of salmon. There was like endless amounts of shit in there. You're having a go at me about bed hygiene. Babe, this was do or die. Yeah, dude. She was in the jungle. I was in the jungle. But I will say this, the producers who would have picked it up, brought it over to you, surely they would have felt. We sent them a video of me cutting it open and sewing it before. They obviously knew. That's smart. So you don't actually sleep with a body pillow? No. I mean, yeah. Does it get a bit of use in the house? Still still around, Pete the body pillow? No, because I had to rip him open to get oh, him. So he's in the bin. Pete, he Pete is dead. Pete's dead. Pete's gone. No, no. Ew, oh. imagine me wanting to have even like a fake man in my house. That's one bit of research was wildly, <laughs> wildly untrue. I watched half of I YouTube I did some video. research. That's like I'll get, her, I'll get her on this one, uh, the body <laughs> pillow, and you're like, that was a ruse. <laughs> This week, we had someone share with us a bit of a dilemma that they're having, and we think you'd be the perfect person to help them solve it. I'm nervous. Nick, what is your dilemma? Okay, so I would say that I found the perfect housemate. Oh. Sorry to everyone else, like, I found him. Great. He cooks and cleans. He makes the house really beautiful. He's, like, perfect, right? Beautiful. And if you haven't guessed already, we are both gay homosexuals. Oh, my God. Get me off the podcast. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> my apologies. So if I'm allowed to ask for advice now, um, I guess like I'm wondering whether we should take that romantic risk or if mm. I should just be happy in this kind of like perfect platonic housemate kind of paradise. Are you, are you falling in love with this man? I mean, I would say there's a risk there that I could. I'm trying to like keep the house together. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Speaking of gay homosexuals, my first gay homosexual experience was with my housemate. And? And it ruined everything. Oh, no. It was so bad. Oh, no. But to be fair, it was my first. Maybe it was, you know how you get yeah. weird the first time you have a gay homosexual interaction. I think we've used up all of our gay homosexuals yeah. that we've reserved for the rest of this record. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, okay. I've had I've I've had this before, and I feel like it will ruin everything. Mm. When I had my first my first uh, sexual interaction with my housemate, maybe I was being a bit of a fuck boy, but I after we had sex, I was like, oh, like your room's just across the, like across the hall, so maybe you can like go across there. So I tried to keep oh. things. I, is that fucked? No. It's, you have That's to create fucked. a line, right? That's pretty fucked. So maybe you could do that and keep boundaries, but that didn't work for me. So I'm not sure why I'm giving advice. <laughs> that advice. We ended up hating each other within like two weeks. Nick, it's, We were best friends. We were best friends. Best it, friends for uh, years before this. We lived together. We had sex because we had feelings for each other. It was like drunken, like, I like you, I like you too. And then had the sex, despise each other. Wow. It ruined things. It soured the relationship because you're housemates. I don't know. I don't think it's worth it. Well, how do I you... know that's what you want to hear because I'm chaotic, so I would, I still would do it again, but I don't <laughs> think it's worth it. The sensible side of me is telling me that if you want to pursue a relationship, then one of you has to move out. But what I really want to say is fucking go for it. You can have it all. Like, no, you can't. I don't <laughs> think you can't I have don't it all. Me. I, 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 I think you can't start a relationship Look, while I've, living with someone. I've said this before. I'll continue to say it again. If it sounds too good to be true, always go for it because you never know when you'll luck out and everything just works out. <laughs> Ew, you're so optimistic. <laughs> I hate it. No, what's going to happen is you're going to sleep with this person. One of you is going to have more feelings than the other. Mm. You have to define the relationship straight away if you live together. I'm stressed. Yeah. Babe, so am I. What's your willpower like? You know, do you have the ability to resist? Uh, I don't know. That I reckon, sucks. I reckon my willpower for, like, being in a good house is stronger. Okay. Really? Okay. okay. Basically Could having sh- chores done for him is <laughs> far more <laughs> important. Are you the bad housemate? <laughs> look, I think that would be too dangerous for me to kind of look inward right now. <laughs> Babe, I'm really stressed for you because I know me, the more someone tells me not to have sex with someone, the more my pussy does that butterfly thing. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? You know the butterfly thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's the butterfly effect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so like if someone tells me not to sleep with someone, I want to do it. More and more and more and more and more. So if I was you, I would do it, but I'm telling you, don't do what I would do. This is why I live alone. Thank you. Is this why you're not doing (laughs) advice on your own podcast anymore? Baby, this is exactly why people ask me advice and I'm like, guys, I don't know. Like (laughs) I'm in therapy once a week to get over a guy I dated like two years ago. Like we're still working on it. Take the advice of the grain of salt, Nick. We've tried our best. Um, (laughs) We have no advice. Whatever decision you do make, can you please let us know, fill us in on how it goes? Of course. Yeah, have a little kiss and then, like, see how you feel because it might be, like, burst bubble over it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because the train hasn't left the station then. You can still jump off. True. Okay, we came to some sound. Ad- <laughs> I think we came to okay. some sound advice here. Yeah. Nick well, is we so ha- unsatisfied. I think we should ask Nick. Nick, were we helpful in any way? I think... Um... <laughs> 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 Thank you very much for coming and joining us today, Abby. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> and thanks to our guest, Nick, who shared his romantic dilemma. Mm-hmm. Poor Nick. Yeah. Concerned that we've had the advice we gave him. <laughs> uh, good luck, is all we can say. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of episode one for season two. If you want to get involved, head to our Facebook group at Housewarming Podcast. We're on TikTok, Housewarming Podcast. Twitter at Housewarming Pot. All the other names were taken. Just get that in first episode. (laughs) No more questions about it, okay? (laughs) The pod was taken. Big thanks to our editor, Jazz Rule, for mix, mastering, and editing this episode. And a massive shout-out to our boy Paolo for helping us out with the theme music. Until next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.